the explosive new film, Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost, exposes secrets behind the government's takedown of General Michael Flynn. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. He told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. They had to get rid of Flynn. Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to SalemNow.com. SalemNow.com. The views and opinions expressed are based on current economic and market conditions and are subject to change. All investing involves risk, including the potential for loss of principal. Program guests and Craig Roberts not affiliated with Proxy Freedom. Information provided for illustrative purposes only does not constitute investment, tax, or legal advice. Information obtained from sources deemed reliable, but accuracy and completeness not guaranteed. Proxy Freedom has no liability for information discussed. Consult with qualified investment, tax, or legal professional prior to taking action. Securities and advisory services offered through United Planners Financial Services. Member FINRA, SIPC, Proxy Freedom, and United Planners Financial Services are not affiliated. Welcome to Don't Invest and Forget, a weekly financial news magazine designed to educate and equip you with the roadmap and direction you need to manage your money, meet your financial goals, and instill confidence in your investment choices on the road to retirement. Your host is author, radio commentator, and investment advisor, Pat Fatucci of Proxy Freedom. With over 30 years' experience in the world of finance and investment planning, Pat specializes in personal and corporate investment management with special emphasis on retirement planning. We have a special guest on today. Our special guest is Terry Savage. Terry is a nationally known expert on personal finance. She's a syndicated columnist for the Chicago Sun-Times, author of best-selling book, The Savage Number and The Savage Truth on Money. Terry, welcome to the show. Glad to be with you, Pat. The subtitle is The Savage Number, How Much Money Do You Need to Retire?, And I think that's a question on baby boomers' minds because we are the first generation, unlike our parents who worked for 20, 25 years, got a gold watch and a check a month for life. It was during our lifetime that they said to us, well, we're switching to 401Ks. A lot of people didn't understand the importance of saving and of diversifying their investments. So the boomers come to retirement with a much different task than their parents. And so it's a different mindset, isn't it? It's a different kind of attitude towards retirement, Terry? Exactly. It's our generation that's had to put up with so much uncertainty. Of course, the stock market forever and ever has had ups and downs. But it was our generation that had to deal first with 15 versus 30-year mortgages, fixed rate versus adjustable. A lot of decisions that um, our parents' generation never faced. In fact, they saved up to buy a car. They never thought about leasing it, much less a five-year payment plan. And the same thing happens with retirement. If you haven't saved enough, and the question is, what is enough? then how do you deal with that during your retirement? The answers are pretty simple. You're going to work longer or live a much lower lifestyle than you planned in retirement. And then you have the issue of when I get to that moment where here's how much money I have, how do I invest it now when I'm afraid to lose it? And how much can I withdraw everything to live on so I make it as I do? That's just a whole new issue for the boomer generation than for their parents. And so in your book, is there a unique formula that would kind of define, you know, we all have a different idea and one of my clients wants to sit and watch soap operas all day and, and, and the next one that comes into my office wants to travel around the world. You know, the savage number is a personal number for everyone. There are a lot of uncertainties around this. And in the book, I walk you step by step through things like how long am I likely to live? 
how much am I likely to need, what do I want to estimate would be the impact of inflation, all those are issues, but I do have one solution, and I hope you'll understand when I suggest you take your money to Monte Carlo. Monte Carlo, as in that beautiful island. No, 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 and you know me well enough, Pat. But Monte Carlo is the buzzword for this generation, although all the financial services firms are offering something called Monte Carlo modeling, but they're using different names. Monte Carlo modeling. Actually, the name came back in the 40s when they were working on the, um, on the atom bomb. It's a statistical method of modeling that deals not with averages, but with ranges of probable outcomes and it allows you to model multiple variables, things like returns on various types of investments and other probabilities, so that you can make a plan either that will tell you how to invest when you're getting to that moment of, okay, now I'm retired, and also a plan that says, here are the best investment choices and the withdrawal choices that will give me the best assurance that my money will last my lifetime. And that's what really the centerpiece of the savage number is. The savage number is showing you where you can go. You don't have to do this yourself. You don't have to be a statistician. But now all financial planning firms are all offering this kind of modeling process to their clients. Far better than averages and certainly better than guessing. Yeah, we have our system for setting up a retirement budget and it really takes into account lifestyle issues and some practical number crunching as well. The product of all that is pretty accurate narrative of some expectations. Of course, it has to be adjusted as we go down the road, given real-life developments as they may occur. The whole issue about health insurance and long-term care insurance can certainly throw a monkey wrench into any number crunch that we might do. We've uh, increased our modeling from, we used to say you need 70% of your money in retirement than you used to when you were working. Now we're up to 75 and 80% because of healthcare issues, healthcare premiums, and long-term care insurance, if that's something that makes sense for that client. First of all, um, healthcare itself will cost more and more. We see the premiums for Medicare itself going up. The government's made so many promises that we either tax our kids to death or raise the premiums. So you're absolutely correct on that. But to me, the, the thing you mentioned now is the biggest disaster lurking on the horizon for boomers who retire on the far horizon, but very real horizon, is the possibility that you will need some form of long-term custodial care, the kind of care that you could even get at home if someone came in twice a week to help you bathe or help you dress, but which we are not prepared for. People think the government will do that. Only after you've spent down almost all your assets will the government give you assistance, and almost all that assistance forces you into a Medicaid-funded nursing home. So I advise everyone in their 50s to look into an early 60s to look into the potential of buying long-term care insurance. You know, we insure our lives, we insure our homes, we insure our cars. This is insuring your retirement dreams. Right now it's $6,000 a month, and the average stay in the nursing home is about three years. It could be longer in the case of Alzheimer's or a stroke. That would eat through your retirement plans very quickly, and at, at, when you're in your 50s, Long-term care insurance is relatively inexpensive compared to the risk and, and the reality if you do need the care. 
That's a pretty frightening prospect, but I think on a statistical basis, something like one in 19,000 people will file a claim against their homeowner's insurance. And of course, we wouldn't live a day without homeowner's insurance, but one in two of us statistically will spend some time in a nursing home, yet something like 3% of us have long-term care insurance. So a lot of attention needs uh, needs to be addressed on that topic. It's so important, and again, by the time you figure this out, you know how boomers are saying, oh, my goodness, I wish I had somebody really told me in my 20s and 30s that I should be saving money because time is so valuable and I would have more for retirement. Um, I feel like I'm, I'm giving that speech to boomers in their 50s and uh, early 60s. Honestly, if you need this kind of care later on, much later on, because we're all living longer, it's going to be so expensive. Your numbers are right. In the Savage number, I talk about the fact that there's a 10 times greater chance that you will need some form of long-term custodial care than that your house will burn down once you're 65. And yet nobody gives up their homeowner's insurance. Every financial planner should be asking you, have you got long-term care insurance? Because what good is it to save all this money if it's going to get wiped out? The more of us needing that care, the more costly it will be. We aren't going to have immigrants, it looks like, who will be doing that job of changing our bedpans in nursing homes. This is a, a huge national issue 20 years down, and, and that's when you might need the care. My special guest today, Terry Savage. Terry is a nationally known syndicated columnist for the Chicago Times. If you'd like a no-obligation consultation, call one plan wise That's one 888 plan Terry, thank you so much for joining us today. Thanks so much, Pat. Pat Petucci says, don't invest and forget. Invest and forget. Invest and forget. When you think about retirement, what are some of the top priorities for you? Perhaps you dream about spending your days playing tennis, golfing, dining out, maybe traveling to exciting destinations. Well, in theory, retirement should be all of that and so much more. It's the time in our lives to enjoy the fruits of our labor at long last. But unfortunately, for growing numbers of older Americans, they struggle to stay afloat financially after leaving the working world. So, what to do about it? Some insights now from 30-plus-year money manager and retirement planning strategist, our host, Pat Vitucci. And Pat, I guess this really is a dichotomy for so many folks. They've got great, grandiose visions and dreams for retirement, and then suddenly the financial reality begins to set in, and a lot of folks are in for disappointment. Yeah, be careful what you wish for, Craig. Uh, Retirement is is a wonderful thing. It allows you freedom, freedom you didn't have for probably 40 years of that thing called time. And when you have time on your side and you get to sit back and reflect and have some real introspective hours on end to consider what you've accomplished, what you haven't accomplished, your disappointments, your attributes you've uh, succeeded at. And then what do you do tomorrow morning when you wake up? And is there enough money to carry out those dreams that you had thought about for many, many years? And and that's where kind of reality sets in. And sometimes it's a it's a wonderful experience and sometimes it's a little disappointing or, or maybe you need to readjust a little bit based on what you've been able to save and what your dreams are, you know, do you want to go to Hawaii? Do you want to go to France? Or do you want to go camping? And all those things come with a commensurate price tag. The pragmatism of any of those issues becomes real. And so let's walk through some of those things. You know, you've been dutifully putting money in your IRA or 401k. So now those tax shelter years are over. It's complete. You need to now take that tax deferred money and begin to take a distribution And of course, with distribution to your 
checking account comes taxes. So what's the net, net, net of that distribution from your retirement plan? And of course, it's a requirement to start taking distribution. There's a, a schedule that IRS has established. Now let's talk about what do you do with all that money? Of course, you're going to get Social Security and you're, you're going to get your distribution from your 401k. Maybe you, have, you get a pension if you're one of the few lucky ones. Maybe you've got a rental or two. So all those sources of income are going to spell what that translates into activity. Is it expensive activity or is it inexpensive kind of activity? Surely the one thing you want to look at is your overhead. What's your monthly nut? In California, it typically is a careful look at your house. Most of us have had our homes for many, many years. We bought it for modest money. And over the last 30 or 40 years, we have gained sizable appreciation. Question number one is, do you trade off that beautiful home that you just redid the kitchen and you painted and you put the new driveway in and, 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 and for a more modest abode? It's always a matter of trade-offs. You're trading off the expensive two-by-fours in the Bay Area for a more modest home. Maybe it's a condo. Maybe it's a retirement village. Those are options with a lifestyle that goes along with it. But it's really cashing in, taking those extra dollars, investing it, and creating an income stream. We talk about cash pile, we talk about cash flow. Cash pile is nice, but what does it generate monthly to create that budget for fun stuff, for travel, for being generous to your grandchildren, or going out to dinner, going to plays, all those fun things. And so what do you do about the house? With a smaller house, you get a smaller mortgage payment or no mortgage payment at all. Insurance premiums go down. Property taxes generally go down. Maintenance and cleaning costs certainly would be smaller. And how about the constant pressure to keep your furnishings, your floor and paint walls fresh up to date? So all those things translate into an easier lifestyle on your pocketbook. Lower cost of living, lower taxes, can also contribute to your savings, right? So you can still do some savings in retirement if you are so blessed. How about a part-time job? I know I hate work. I'm not going back to work ever, ever again. But maybe you want to do some freelance work. Maybe you're, you want to do some consultation work in your area of expertise. How about tutoring or substitute teaching? That could, could be fun stuff, you know, being with young people and getting out and more of a social experience. Maybe it doesn't pay that well, but it, it adds to your ability to have some of those fun things when you're not doing those part-time time years. Certainly when you sell the big house, you're going to have a yard sale. Uh, you're going to get rid of all that stuff you've been accumulating. Maybe you need less stuff in retirement. It's a de-stressor, if you will. That in, in and of itself can be kind of a cleansing Kind of a freeing experience. It adds to your emotional freedom. I've seen it happen thousands of times. And it's interesting how people react to having the freedom of time on their side versus where they used to be in, for 40 years and working very long hours and putting up with, with traffic and unreasonable bosses who are texting you and emailing you on Saturday or Sunday and expect answers. So, okay, let's get into activities. You got to begin to explore some low cost or free stuff. Certainly if you live in a college town, lots of free things going on. College campuses are notorious for bringing in exciting speakers, a theater, sporting events. 
What about your old library card? When was the last time you looked at your library card? I don't think I've got a library card anymore. I think it atrophied in my wallet and it's gone. But the local library is a wonderful source for reading material, activities, again, speakers, book clubs, all those things can be fun. And maybe it's time to own up you are a senior and take advantage of those senior discounts. So when you go to the movies, you save a couple bucks, say, okay, I am a senior. I admit it. Okay. Give me my $3 so I can buy that popcorn for $6 and feel like I'm getting a bargain. Why do they charge so much for that popcorn? My goodness. You got to buy it. I mean, you just have to. There's no getting around it. So some fun things to think about when you're looking at recalibrating your life to retirement. Of course, you want to do some real careful management of your money. Where is the money going out every month? Look at your bills. Do I really need that $100 a month TV bill? Remember when TV was free, Craig? Back in the olden days, the reason why you had children is to get them to get up and turn the dial. But now we're so spoiled, we sit back in our our remotes. But we know that TV, with all of its choices, comes a pretty hefty price tag. And so uh, when you're looking at $150 a month for TV, how much are you watching? Are you really watching HBO? Or are you evolved more into a Netflix person? So some fun things to think about. And we get the privilege, Craig, of visiting with our listeners as they go through that time. Retirement day is said to be the most stressful day of your life. I just met with a gal yesterday. She's been with Kaiser for 36 years. She was literally crying that she was going to be retiring. God bless her. She's got energy and she's got spunk. And she's nervous about not so much the money, about more of the time. What am I going to do with all this time? She doesn't like to travel. And so she's going to really have to dig down and drill down and figure out what floats her boat. I'm sure she'll, she'll adjust. A wonderful time. Hopefully we all enjoy many, many years of retirement. We know there's no guarantee. I recall a commercial I just saw. The gal's walking down a little park lane and she says, oh, I'm, I've turned 65 and I've got many more years of retirement and I'm looking forward to it. And I'm saying to myself, that's a little arrogant. How does she know she has many more years of retirement? She's got many more hours. We just don't know what the plan is for us, but certainly we want to be optimistic and enjoy every day of our freedom. And of course, one of the big points, Pat, that you've made today is reminding listeners that there's no such thing as one size fits all. And having a strategy in place moving into retirement really in many respects will dictate the kind of retirement that you're able to enjoy, the caliber and quality of life, hopefully at the scale of which you've always dreamed of. Now, you want some help? Maybe getting that strategy in place is something that you recognize is important, but you've never quite gotten around to doing. Today is the day to begin planning for your future. Why not go online right now to Don't Invest and Forget and schedule that complimentary financial health and retirement plan review that Pat just spoke about. There's never any cost or obligation. At the very least, it never hurts to get a second opinion to make sure, in fact, that you're on track for the retirement of your dreams. Again, you can schedule that appointment online. Simply go to DontInvestAndForget.com. That's DontInvestAndForget.com. Or call toll-free 888-PLAN-WISE. That's 888-P-L-A-N-W-I-S-E. Pat Fittucci says, Don't Invest and Forget. 
Healthcare, of course, is a topic that a lot of us think about. There's the debate over reforming the Affordable Care Act taking place in Congress. There's always talk about a friend or an associate that maybe has been into an accident or suddenly has come down ill. Anybody who contributes to the cost of their health insurance through their plan at work knows it can be fairly expensive. Many of us, though, live under the illusion that once we get older, we apply and qualify for Social Security and Medicare, that all of our health care worries will be taken care of by the government. Time to put the brakes on, because that is not the truth, as we're about to learn from our host, Pat Vitucci. And Pat, there's so many misconceptions about long-term care insurance, what it is, why we need it, and what it is that things like Medicare and Social Security, in fact, don't cover, that I think it leaves a lot of people in the dark until they get caught by surprise, and oftentimes, then it's too late. I don't want no insurance, Craig, and that's the reaction I get is that it's too expensive, and if I buy it, then I'm going to probably have to use it the following day, so get that away from me. It's like contagion. I don't even want to come near. I don't want to talk about it. Let's talk about baseball. Let's talk about football. That's kind of the reaction I get, and I've got to painfully hold their hand and say, listen to me carefully, look in my eyes, and just listen to the coverage it provides and if you don't have it listen to the consequences it's not something that people embrace and they're calling me every day of the week hey i want to buy some of that long-term care insurance i heard at the cocktail party last night that i should have it it just doesn't happen so painfully we have to walk through and it would be negligent by the way on my part if i did not at least talk about and expose folks who come in for a financial review to talk about the exposure By the way, financial advisors around the country have been sued because they weren't told to consider it. So it's my obligation to talk about it. If it's for five minutes or 10 minutes, I've got to at least talk about the liability. Listen, I know firsthand uh, my mom died in 94 and it was easily 10 to $12,000 a month and she was not staying at the Hilton. It was a beautiful place. It was clean, but it was very pricey. So without a long-term care policy... It drains a portfolio at rocket speed. And so let's talk about some of the basics. Look, I think when you are around the age of 60, I think that's the optimal age. That's just my opinion. Some people buy it in their 50s. If you wait till you're much older, guess what? The premium goes way up and you have the possibility of being declined. If you have a health condition, a pre-existing condition, even though your regular health insurance cannot deny you if you have a pre-existing condition. In the long-term care world, it's like your house is on fire and you call your insurance guy and says, hey, I want to I want to put some insurance on my house. Sorry, it's too late. So like your long-term care policy, if you find out you have a condition of some sort, your first reaction is to A, buy more life insurance and B, Get one of those expensive long-term care pauses because all of a sudden they look really inexpensive. By the way, 25% of all applicants are declined, and this is in their 60s. So imagine the number in your 70s or older. And by the way, after 79, you can't even be accepted any longer. So you've got to make that decision well before that. And if you wait till you're 79, the premiums will be so prohibitive, you'd probably say, forget about it. I'm not doing this. But it's important to shop around. As an independent financial advisor firm and an independent insurance agency we have here, we are appointed with every major long-term care provider, every long-term care insurance company. So it's our responsibility to shop around. Some insurance companies like 
this kind of risk versus that kind of risk. And so we'll compare and contrast and provide the best quote. And then, of course, you have to go through underwriting. And underwriting simply says they're going to get all your medical records to find out if you're really telling the truth. You, you weren't diagnosed yesterday with stage four cancer, God forbid. So they'll look at your medical records and underwrite you, either premier best coverage or table two or table three or table four. And then you, once you're accepted, you're good to go and, and pay the premiums. It's expensive. There's no question about it, Craig. But, but what the important thing is not having it is ridiculously expensive. Well, define what you then mean by it's expensive, Pat, because some people hear, oh, my goodness, there's a premium that's going to cost me, I'll pick a number, $5,000 a year. And folks' eyes get as big as banjos and think, $5,000 a year, that's ridiculous. That's like buying earthquake insurance. I'm not spending that money. It's hard to come up with a number, but in most cases in your early 60s, it's a couple $3,000 a year. Like all choices, there is the Volkswagen plan and there's the Mercedes plan. Do you want to wait 90 days? Do you want $100 a day coverage? Do you want $200 a day? And there's three basic components. There's the nursing home coverage. It's if you get confined to a nursing home. There's adult daycare. That means where a person comes in your home and assists with things like bathing and showering and, you know, doing the basic fundamental things. And then there's medical care in the home where a medical person comes in your home and helps you with special equipment or bandages or other medical things. So the three elements of the coverage kind of dictates what the real premium is going to be. And you can calibrate the coverage based on if you want just a cheapy plan to supplement you if you get subject to a nursing home. Maybe you want, you'll be okay with $50 a day and that, that will help offset some portion of the coverage. And then you could buy inflation protection. I mean, there's all kinds of things you can tag on. It's like when you buy a car, you want body side molding, you want uh, this, that, and the other, all those options. Long-term care is not too unlike buying a car. You, you add options or delete options. The premium is adjusted accordingly. But I always recommend even a basic fundamental coverage that will cover you for the number of years. Typically, there are three or four years of coverage. Some are two, some are six, but typically it's three or four years of coverage. And if you could be in there for six months and then go home and then go back in you know, a year later for another nine months. So there's a cumulative effect of all that coverage. But the average stay is certainly less than a year. Either you go home or you move on to greener pastures. But again, I think it needs a conscionable review, Craig. It's something that knowing what the exposure is, at least you'll be able to make a better decision. It's like when you insure your home, you know if your home burns down, God forbid, and we've certainly seen a lot of that here in California, you got to have coverage. You're one of your biggest assets. You want to have coverage. This is a likewise exposure that you may want to have some protection on. Maybe not 100%. Evaluate the exposure and then evaluate the risk in conjunction with the premium you're going to pay. And I think that will you'll come to some some realistic, middle-of-the-road kind of coverage. But you really need to do this working with real numbers, don't you, Pat? And I ask that question because some folks might say, well, you know, we've set enough aside in retirement, so we're just going to plan on sort of self-insuring. But if we're not realistically looking at the potential downward pressure 
that a long-term stay could have if either one or both of the spouses in some cases require it and what the consequences might mean for, say, the surviving spouse, that could be problematic. Toward that end, we know that banks, for example, engage in stress tests. Is there a stress test available to ascertain whether or not your retirement plan could in fact survive a major health incident? Yeah, we do exactly what you just described. We're going to evaluate your portfolio size and you very well may say, look, I can afford to self-fund this coverage if I ever have that kind of exposure for for me or my, my spouse. I can still have the surviving spouse have enough cash flow to keep him or her in the lifestyle. She's grown accustomed. He's grown accustomed. I'm not going to pay the premium. But if you're just on the border of, wow, if, if my husband and my wife goes into a nursing home and we're making $15,000 a month and now 10 of that's got to go to keep him or her in a nursing home, that leaves me with only five grand and that's not going to make it. I can't live on five grand based on all my monthly nut exposure we may need to consider buying a supplementary policy to make up for that for that shortfall. So it's all about carefully looking at your budget and you're not traveling to Europe if you're in a nursing home. So all those vacation expenses you thought you were going to spend on, it's a review, a real strong review of your budget and your, your needs in retirement and what happens if mom or dad has to go into a nursing home or needs medical care at home is easily $25, $35 per hour today. At the end of the day, we spend decades preparing for retirement, and a lot of that money can unfortunately disappear in a very short period of time if we haven't planned for the unexpected. Certainly shopping for long-term care insurance can be surprisingly difficult, as we've heard. Why not start by coming in for that retirement plan stress test in any of the Bay Area offices of Vitucci and Associates? To schedule your appointment, again, never any cost or obligation, go online to don'tinvestandforget.com. That's don'tinvestandforget.com. Forget.com. In addition, if you'd like to learn more about these and other topics, including our look at the secret to getting a great deal on long-term care insurance, well, just jog on over to Don'tInvestAndForget.com and check out the Investor Education tab. There you'll find a complete library of articles on topics that range from tax efficiency to retirement lifestyles. You can even sign up to have these educational articles delivered right into your email inbox. Check it out. Go to Don'tInvestAndForget.com. That's don'tinvestandforget.com. You've been listening to Don't Invest and Forget with author and investment advisor Pat Fatucci. To gain more information about any of the topics discussed on today's program or to schedule your appointment for a no-obligation financial plan tune-up in one of the Bay Area's offices of Proxy Freedom near you, go to don'tinvestandforget.com. That's don'tinvestandforget.com. Or call 888-PLAN-WISE. That's 888-P-L-A-N-W-I-S-E. Or visit don'tinvestandforget.com. You've been listening to Don't Invest and Forget with author and investment advisor Pat Fatucci. To gain more information about any of the topics discussed on today's program or to schedule your appointment for a no-obligation financial plan tune-up in one of the Bay Area offices of Proxy Freedom near you, go to don'tinvestandforget.com. That's don'tinvestandforget.com. Or call 888-PLAN-WISE. That's 888-P-L-A-N-W-I-S-E. Or visit don'tinvestandforget.com. 
The views and opinions expressed are based on current economic and market conditions and are subject to change. All investing involves risk, including the potential for loss of principal. Program guests and Craig Roberts not affiliated with Proxy Freedom. Information provided for illustrative purposes only does not constitute investment, tax, or legal advice. Information obtained from sources deemed reliable, but accuracy and completeness not guaranteed. Proxy Freedom is no liability for information discussed. Consult with qualified investment, tax, or legal professional prior to taking action. Securities and advisory services offered through United Planners Financial Services. Member FINRA, SIPC, Proxy Freedom, and United Planners Financial Services are not affiliated. Three-star general Michael J. Flynn, head of the Pentagon Intelligence Agency, knew all the government's dirty secrets. He was one of the most respected generals in the military. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He understood its funding. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. The explosive new documentary, Flynn, deliver the truth, whatever the cost, and covers the facts behind this scandal. Flynn told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. I find out the worst enemy that I'm going to face in my life is right here in America. They took my assessment and they wanted me to change it. I was like, I'm not changing it. They had to get rid of Flynn. With in-depth interviews, archival footage, and never-before-seen personal records to the man behind the headlines. I just felt like I was drowning. Flynn. Deliver the truth, whatever the cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to salemnow.com. salemnow.com.